You're at 6.57 a.m. Radio carrying 24 hours a day. 6.57 a.m. Welcome back, welcome back. 6.57 a.m. This is I Am Live on a Friday evening and we have finally reached our discussion for the night. Um, And I must honestly say that tonight's conversation is one that I've been looking forward to uh, because it is one that I feel feel affects so many people not just millennials not just gen z's i've seen so many adults as well in terms of seniors uh also being affected by this it's a conversation that we can all relate to you know a feeling that we don't look hot enough or we don't look beautiful enough and wanting other things uh, to make us not feel beautiful, but actually look beautiful. It's especially something that we like to do with pictures. Uh, but there's something that's been going on with Snapchat, right? And it's been going on for so many years. Um, a lot of people have been using the Snap, the Snapchat filters that beautify their faces to take pictures and then use them as their profile pictures. Um, if you were to ask me, I would honestly say that these people need to be arrested. <laughs> and 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 I say this because it's it's act, there's actually a crime called it's called catfishing. It's an actual crime that you can get arrested for when you misrepresent who you are. Um, and if you go on online and you chat to someone and you build a relationship with them, um, and you actually tell them that you're this when you're actually not. Um, and then when they meet with you, you're completely something different. Like that's actually a thing. So, for example, if you told a person on the Internet that you are a thin, athletic person, you're you're well built um, and you ha- you look as so you send them pictures that aren't actually yours. Um, and then when they finally meet you and you see that you're absolutely not that person, they can actually sue you. <laughs> that's something that you can sue a person for believe it or not and they can go to you can go to prison for um i forgot what they call this crime emotional emotional something uh but there's even for the misrepresentation in itself um so it is a very dangerous thing however um i know that if you're a person who uses the snapchat filter you're probably sitting there thinking to yourself but given come on it's not that deep dude it's just a filter <laughs> right and you're right and you're right uh, however, the question that we want to have, or, or rather the conversation that we want to have tonight is, um, does the Snapchat filter reveal an in- insecurity that we all have of not just accepting ourselves as who we are and wanting s- to just look better and good in every single picture we take? Because that's what Snapchat filters do for you. They they get you looking so gorgeous in every single picture that you take. Um, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this um, these filters that are on Snapchat, Charles. They just make women look lighter skinned with bigger eyes, and they have eyelashes are big. And the problem is that it like it's so good that you can't actually tell that it's a, it's a filter from a a a a a camera, Snapchat camera. That's how good it is. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No. Uh, I'm not. I'm familiar with the ones that uh, that you can actually see that someone has been edited. But I mean, look at Zoom. If you open up Zoom now on your camera settings, there's something that says Beautify, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Um, and it does the same thing. So mm. it lightens your skin. Uh, it makes the room ambiance look a bit different. And it uh, the, the most important thing it, it removes blemishes and wrinkles on your skin. Mm. Um, so. Having said that, it's not only Snapchat. People, for some reason, have this 
inert desire to look better on a mobile screen or on a screen probably yeah exactly exactly and it really raises some um significant concerns right because um snapchat is so big and is so popular with its camera that there are people who literally just download snapchat not because they post videos there not because they watch videos they only download it for using its camera to take pictures that's it like that's how popular it is like a lot of people here in south africa don't actually use snapchat in terms of posting videos they only use it to take the pictures and then share them on their other social media platforms or use them as their avatars otherwise known as a profile picture and and this is very very interesting because i'm wondering if are we not supposed to be having or is it not time for us to start having the conversation about whether we've gone, whether we're, we're, we're actually expressing something that we're struggling with, right? Um, struggling with the fact that we cannot accept who we are. We just want to look better. And I say this because I personally know a lot of people who use the Snapchat filter. Um, they will, it will literally make people look younger. Like I remember um, a, a person that I know actually took out their phone and took a picture of themselves. And the, the interesting thing is the fact that I was with them in the same room, Charles. Like we weren't even in separate rooms, <laughs> in the very <laughs> same room. And then they showed me their phone and I looked at this picture and I was like, when did you take this? Like I just took it now. And I, I honestly could not believe it. They looked, first of all, like a different person, but it was very slight. Um, you could make out that it's them, but they looked younger. Their face, facial structure looked perfect. Um, even the complexion looked different. Their lipstick looked redder. And I was thinking to myself, how? <laughs> like, how does this happen? Um, but on, on that part, Snapchat definitely did a very good thing with their filters, um, which is why they're, they're capitalizing on it. Um, and even trying to make glasses that that people can wear, that, that you know, etc., etc. But we're not really talking about that technology right now. Um, so I know that the way that you look as an individual, we've probably all gone through this because I don't want to single out just people who use Snapchat um, or the Snapchat filters. But the only thing, the the reason that we're using Snapchat as a a backdrop to the conversation that we're having is because. Snapchat is primarily used for that. That is literally why people use it to take pictures and to post them. And then they get a lot of DMs uh, of guys actually going and saying, wow, you look so good. Where are you? You know, misleading and you're mm -hmm. getting all of this attention and you're loving it. Um, and it really but but at the same time, we need to bring the conversation back to the fact that I believe that at some point or another, each and every one of us have been insecure about the way that we look. And I'm not sure, Charles, if this is the experience that you've seen or the evidence that you've seen in young people that you've counseled in the past, um, that literally almost all of them have a sense of insecurity about the way that they look. Yes, you can actually, th that's where I, I actually said, you can see on their profile pics on WhatsApp with regards to the counseling, you can see that there's insecurities for a lot of them. And when you, the moment you start doing counseling, you will notice that it's uh, girls specifically that are struggling with, with certain things. Mm -hmm. uh, the profile pic on WhatsApp would not be themselves. It would be something else uh, or it would be some or other motivational thing. 
And that to me is immediately, I don't know if I'm being a, a if I'm actually a real psychologist or real psychology thing, but I've noticed that that people that struggle with self-esteem do not post this themselves on their profile pic on WhatsApp specifically. Mm. Um, and and they, I can understand it because there's underlying issues. There's, there's uh, in most of the cases of the people that I've counseled, there's abuse uh, that featured somewhere along the line. Mm. And then they feel uh, dirty, ugly, broken, whatever. And then they, that's literally the words that they send me. So that's I'm using their words now. And then they don't show themselves on, on WhatsApp. Um, I don't know what's the case with, with uh, um, uh, other social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, stuff like that. Uh, I don't know how you survive on them. Is there a need to have Instagram if you don't post yourself, for instance, uh, or certain elements of yourself? But uh, I've I've noticed that they don't that people just simply don't put themselves as a profile pic in fear of what other people would perceive them as or yeah, would yeah. see how they look. Mm, mm, yeah, no, I get you. You know, one one of the things that I I'm thinking of right now as you're speaking, especially with people who have um, insecurities about how they look to the point of not even wanting to put up profile pictures of themselves. I know for one that there are people who are, um, they, they truly are convinced that they're not photogenic. Um, and, and therefore they don't want to take pictures of themselves because no matter how they smile, how they twist their necks, they just cannot get the right picture. Um, and I've learned that that is a misconception to be quite honest is because none of us are trained to take the perfect picture every time. Um, some of the best mm. pictures that can be taken of you are pictures of you just laughing with a friend or family member. Um, candid images, yes, like just candid images of you not even realizing that the camera is in front of you. Those are the most beautiful pictures that you can take of an individual. I've learned. So one of the things, Shal uh, knows that I dabble in photography. So some of the things that I love doing when taking pictures of subjects is just laughing with them and having a conversation and saying something silly, you know, like uh, I wonder what Cyril is going to say next time he, he starts speaking and then they start laughing. And then you just go, prr. <laughs> grab a few shots of them um in that moment you know just say something something that they would find funny um and it works especially when i'm I'm taking pictures of um uh husband and wife just say something that they that'll loosen them up you know um so yeah but but that's one thing that i, I wanted to to put out there the fact that it 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 might more often than not, you are wrong in saying that you are not photogenic. It's just that you're not a professional photographer. Therefore, you are unable to get the best pictures every single time of yourself. Um, if yeah. you were to go, go to a photographer or even not even a photographer, a model, a modeling expert who can teach you how to bring out certain features within yourself, you would be shocked at how gorgeous you would look. The problem is that your reference of pictures, your reference are the models that you see on TV and you think that those poses also should apply to you. And unfortunately, because each and every one of us have different bone structures, each and every one of our faces are shaped differently. That means your face, to bring out the best parts of your face, you're not, you can't uh, expect to pose like Beyonce and get a Beyonce shot. It doesn't work that way. 
because your body, your shoulders, mm. your neck, and your bone structure, it's different. Your cheekbones are different from Beyonce's bones, right? And that's, and that's something to be, to be very much aware of. Um, very, very much aware of. Uh, the fact that you will, you will, you, we're not going to get the perfect image every time. And I think it really, really brings me back to the question of why are we so obsessed with getting the right perfect shot? What's wrong with you? You know, I don't know, Charles, if you've seen this or if you've experienced it. I know that it irritates me so much sometimes. Like you'll find yourself with a group of friends and then you ask a waiter to take a picture. And then everyone will say, let me see, let me see, let me see. And then everyone will look at the picture and be like, oh, no, my goodness, I don't look good in this one. Delete it, delete it. Please take another one. And then five pictures <laughs> later, I'm like, guys, I just want to come here and hang out. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, countless times. <laughs> mm. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. And, and, it, and I feel the exact same. Um, you know what's what's very interesting is that um, I've we we had a friend that took photos of me and my wife. Uh, you know nowadays you take maternity shoots, right? So when mm. your wife is expectant, you take these beautiful photos. Um, and on our wedding day, we had horrible. I'm just the first one to admit my wife looks absolutely gorgeous, but I just looked terrible on my wedding day <laughs> on those photos because it it was exactly that the photographer never did the trouble to make us feel comfortable make me feel comfortable or whatever then we had this this friend of ours and she was like okay stand there i'm gonna take your photo and i'm like you know i openly admitted to her do you know that i i absolutely hate taking photos and she says yeah because you had a bad experience and then she started doing me okay tuck that in but dude so absolutely meticulous like bend your knee okay bend it a bit less okay mm. stick more of your thumb out of your pocket okay and then if you look at those photos i'm like man i look good it doesn't so look like you. <laughs> doesn't look like me because it's it's not necessarily my natural posture, mm, right? Mm. But models like Beyonce, whoever you can mention now, that's not their natural posture as well. They've been mm. taught that. You need to be taught that, right? To to in order for you to do that. So that was this the first thing that I need to that I wanted to mention. The second thing is that I you need you need to understand that your your beauty, obviously, is something that is found within you. Um, and that is why I believe that the spontaneity of certain amount of photos or spontaneity of photos is actually the more beautiful photos. Because when people see you, they get on that photo, they've got this probable idea of getting a better glimpse at your type of personality yeah. than what they would have gotten at the Snapchat filter. Because the Snapchat filter would immediately add, uh, subconsciously add uh, confidence, ambition, drive. You know, we, we think you have those things because you applied the Snapchat filter. Which is probably not true because you've added the Snapchat filter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, you wouldn't have used it if you had the confidence, the drive and the ambition mm. um, to, to start off with. So again, we're sitting there with, a, like we always say, the, the unsociable side of social media. Um, but I want to share a quick story here, given and this is something that I, that I just absolutely love. And if you want to dabble in photography, you're welcome to use this tip that's been taught to me. Yeah. On my brother's wedding day, the girl had to take photos of us. But you know, wedding day, then the entire family has to stand there, and it's this awkward, very posed photos. And now she got everyone's personality out. She would say, "Okay, guys, 
right? So I'm going to count on three, and then on three, everyone usually says what? Cheese, you know? Yeah. She says cheese, and then they say... She doesn't do that. She says, okay, guys, on three, everyone say sex. Right? Oh, she's wow. Like, but she's, she's like, on three, everyone say sex. One, two, three. And then you can literally see on three, she takes a picture, and you can see the this... How the, the Otanis and the Owims are very uncomfortable with saying it out loud. Then these, these young guys that's like shouting it. You understand that? In, yeah. But in a moment, everyone is just found in their natural, well, in their personality. It's this, the spontane, spontaneity of it. Yeah. And that's how she got through the entire photo shoot. And it wasn't awkward. It was a laugh because you laugh when you hear this lady and it was just fun. Exactly. Um, so oh, that was brilliant. Thinking, that was very, very <laughs> brilliant thinking. Yeah, so it, it, you're, you're so right. Like, it really, really is um, a good thing to remind people the fact that it's not that you are not photogenic. Um, it's just that you need to learn how to bring out um, that photogenic part of you, especially when you're taking pictures by yourself. There's no one to make you laugh enough or smile, to give a genuine smile. Um, there's no one to do that. And not all of us, actually none of us are, are trained uh, on how to actually bring out the best versions of ourselves. Um, and and, and it's, it's actually another thing that I want to mention is that you need to not underestimate what models do because they actually train for that. Um, some are naturally mm. born. Some are just a lot of models are they they, they do have an inclination, um, so there is a natural talent to it. However, do not take for granted the fact that these people train. Um, it's like it's basically the equivalent of you not being able to play soccer like um, Messi, Lionel Mer- Messi, or mm. like Ronaldinho, and then you 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 just hard on yourself because like why can't I kick the ball like him? You know. It's literally the the equivalence of that because mm-hmm. they do modeling every single day, um, and and it's something that you need to be very careful about. And also, don't make the mistake of thinking that um, photo shoots and pictures are a one size fits all, or not photo shoots and pictures rather, but rather um, the 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 postures and the poses themselves. Poses are not one size fits all. There are some poses mm-hmm. that work better with some people. Other poses work better with other people. Um, and, and that's something that I think a lot of us are not willing to accept. Uh, but I think the, the real bigger question is the fact that, you know, I, I remember um, another thing I've been thinking throughout this conversation is something that I went through. I went through primary really, really self-conscious about my looks because the kids at school used to love making fun of how, you know, the fact that I have a, a big lip, um, and, the, and and many other things, but mostly because of my big lip. I'm saying many other things, but I'm actually realizing it wasn't many other things. It just felt like a lot of other things. <laughs> yeah, but and the thing is, now that I'm grown up, I'm realizing that those things are no longer insecurities at all. It's actually things that people appreciate about me. Um, and, and, and that's a thing that um, I think is, is something that we really need to speak into. Uh, the fact that the things that you say to your children about how they look um, and the things that you say to your friends about how they look, 
they traumatize them to an extent that they no longer believe that they're even pretty because of just how much you're constantly making fun of them for having dark skin or making fun of them for being pale, for being too thin, for being too chubby. Um, and, and in as much as you may be having fun, the danger and the serious thing that you need to consider is the fact that this person is going to grow up with these insecurities even into their adulthood. And they're going to uh, be exposed in their marriage where one day their husband is joking to, uh, with them and saying, oh, wow, your skin is so you're such a dark beauty. And they lose their minds because not because of what the husband has said, but because of the jokes you used to make many years ago back in high school. Um, so this is just a lesson that I want to leave with you. And I don't know if you have any closing remarks, Charles, before we head over into the devotion. I just want to add something with what you said now. Um, it's, it's not only your husband, but I remember with me and my wife, we, we I went through similar things, obviously, being we are all probably bullied. Um, but when my wife was pregnant, I remember just praying to God that my sons, when we found out they were sons, that they did not have the... the physical appearances of what I have uh, and that was a thing to me until I realized like listen it's it's the the years of aggression from being bullied that was just resurfacing now when I'm like 30 years old you don't you think it's you harmless when you're doing it as a child but now mm. seeing my sons and I'm like please God just don't let them have my teeth and when they are born you're like when will they get teeth because I need to see that they will be fine imagine <laughs> and in, in, yeah that's just one of those things that you're facing with like it's this literally this fear that you have and then you realize it's so petty mm. really it's, it's petty but it's only God that can save you from, from those thoughts to be honest for me that's what yeah. yeah yeah no I truly truly agree with you there hey so yeah let that mm. let that be something that you think about and consider that um, not to have fun at the expense of another person's um, insecurities um, that's a very very important thing I mean when we're young and in, in high school or primary we think it's we don't think much of it uh, the older you get you mm. actually start to realize that oh my goodness I was so mean um, and you're embarrassed when you see that person when they're older um, so yeah I, I really pray that by God's grace you're able to understand the value of encouraging people rather than um, destroying mm. them um, speaking life into them rather than, um, you know, speaking um, um, insults at them. So with that said, we're going to take our breather right here and we're going to be back very shortly right after this. Come and ask your questions, share your concerns, experiencing life on 657 AM. We are back. It's I Am Live on a Friday evening, and this is the part where we're about to say our goodbye. But before we do, I'm going to hand over to Charles to share our devotion for the evening um, and send us off into the weekend. I just want to read this scripture verse. It's literally one verse, and it is uh, found in a very, very interesting book in the Bible. It's found in the Song of Songs. Uh, all the translations used to call it the Songs of Solomon. Um, and I know this is a romantic story. I know this is probably a theater piece, or people consider it a theater piece. But I want you to hear this and listen to it and realize that for some other God reason, God found it good for verses like this to be published in His Bible, to be used in His Bible. And the Song of Solomon's, uh, Song of Songs, rather, uh, chapter 2, verse 10. Arise, my darling, 
my beautiful one, come with me. Do you remember that? That the God of the heavens are the one that's looking at you and says, my beautiful one. Only the creator can look at his creation and say it is perfect. We as the creation cannot look back at our creator and say, why did you make me like this? He made you exactly as he desired for you to be. And more than that, he made the nebulae and the nebulae and the sun and the moon and everything like that. The coastline down here, the southern part of Africa and all that. And only you, where he looked at you, said, beautiful, perfect. Do remember that you are beautiful, you are perfect, even before the days of Snapchat, Instagram and all those filters. From myself, shoulder to I hope that that encourages you. If you do need to speak to someone, do make use of our counseling line. But may you have one great weekend. And from me, Kevin Illustrative, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I just want to read this final comment that was shared with us. It literally just said, says, hate speech bill. I'm not sure if it was a contribution to the conversation we were having tonight. From It's from Sharon. Um, but yeah, I th- it, it sounds like it does fit. I mean, because if you constantly dissing someone, it can be it can be hate speech, even though... If just because something is not illegal, it doesn't mean that it's not detrimental and harmful. Um, And I think with that said, we're going to send you off into the weekend. um, And I'm going to say have a blast of a weekend. We'll see you next week. You're at 657 AM. Radio caring 24 hours a day.